0: Welcome to the Colin. (laughs) Welcome to the Colin cast.
1: The people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Colin cast. You know me; I'm your host. Colin, Lord, I guess I should start saying, Lord Colin Chandler, Katie. I've got the paperwork to prove it, ladies and gentlemen. I've got the paperwork to prove it. And today I'm joined by the one, the only,
1: Bryce McWilliams. Colin, thank you for having me on. Very course, excited to be here. Of course,
0: this is this is Razorback Sports Radio right here. Uh, it is. We're gonna just get hot and heavy, Bryce. Uh, you know, by the time we're recording this, where <laughs> this is going to be posted after the Arkansas-Texas game. So for our our fellow fade villains who listen to this podcast, uh, what's your projection? Are we going to beat Texas? Are you going to look like a loser on Wednesday when you when you tell everyone that we're going to lose and then we end up killing them?
1: I'll tell you, I, I, I think, in my very honest opinion, I think we have a good shot. Okay, I, I think Texas is very competitive. Obviously, they're in the top 15 mm-hmm. currently. Uh, they have some really key players on their team that are going to do some really, really good work for them. Uh, they have a good coaching staff. So mm. it's going to be a big competition. Okay. But I, I think Texas and Arkansas, especially for the Arkansas fans, it's a big game. It's probably the biggest game we've had in in many, many years, mm-hmm. five-plus years. Yeah. So I, I really think it's going to be a competitive game. I think we're going to give it our all. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, the fan base is very excited. They're they're yes, looking they forward are. to it. And they're going to come up to Fayetteville, and they're going to cheer on the Hogs. So and much so, kids are camping out. They are overnight. camping out. Overnight. Let me tell you, I've camped out before for baseball games. Mm. You know, that was a lot of fun. Okay. I think camping out for this football game would, would be a heck of experience. Well, heck. It'd be fun to watch. They're still open. You know, we can just go get you a tent uh, we and could, put you out there. We could. I mean, there's so many rules, though. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the rules? I know. It's I crazy. Know. Crazy. It's like, it's, it's communism at, in Fayetteville. Maybe, maybe. Like, why would you camp out there? You could camp out somewhere else. Exactly. You know? hey, I don't know, Bryce. You I'm t- telling you.
0: I don't know. I'm not the person doing it. So me neither. Me neither. <laughs> no, the person to Well, no, Bryce. Not. I'm glad you could join us. I'm glad. Uh, glad we got that out of the way. Got your projections. So I mean, come Wednesday, you're gonna look like an idiot or a uh, or genius. So something playing. We'll see. <laughs> playing the playing the <laughs> coin game. Just give it a flip. Give her an old flip. Heads or tails. Uh, but yeah, no. I'm glad you could come join us. Uh, kind of talk about yourself. You know, Bryce. I'm I'm interested. Yeah. Who
1: are you? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? you? Sometimes I ask myself that question. (gasps) Who am I? Well, I'm from Conway, Arkansas. If you Mm. didn't know that. Graduated from Greenbrier High School. Came to Fayetteville in 2018. Started my freshman year. Okay. I studied poultry science and agricultural communications. You know, you're also a bumper student, so you're familiar. Yes, with those I am as well. We
0: love agriculture.
1: Let me tell you, agriculture. There is nothing better than agriculture. You know, we all talk about how much we love food. Well, food is agriculture. I'm oh. telling you. You know, we eat three meals a day, and without agriculture, you would not have three meals a day. You would have zero meals a day, and you would not be a human being.
0: But you really don't think there's anything better than agriculture?
1: Oh, there is. There is, but I I think our culture and society, it's really built around food, Mm. you know, (laughs) every sporting event we have, every party, every get together, Mm -hmm. there's, it's always food. That's always a centerpiece of why we come together. Okay. And so to me, I think agriculture, when I think of that, somebody had to work to put Mm. that food on the table, uh, the farmer, the cook. The people that work for these companies. Okay. There's a lot of work that goes into it. So,
0: what is better than agriculture?
1: Let me think. I think the Arkansas Razorbacks are better. Wow. Than agriculture. Okay. We're getting there anyway. Okay. Um, we live in the greatest state in the world. I mean, there is no mm. state in this country better than Arkansas, in my opinion. It's a beautiful place. I, Bryce, I don't people. mean to cut
0: you off, but we don't live in Rhode Island. <sighs> Come on, man! Come on, <laughs> come on! That's the best state in the union, man. <laughs> I, I, I know you agree with me here. I know you do. I've heard hey, you talk. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, I was not. I, I wasn't born in Arkansas. I'm in Arkansas by raising. So right.
1: I, affiliation uh, will yeah, My we'll kind of split,
0: you know. Mm. I've got my Oregon State hoodie in the closet, and my Ar- and right next to my Arkansas Razorback one. So Oregon State, yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. go All Beavers! Right. <sighs> All right, hey, I, we'll live with it. You got to do what you got to do. That's right. No, no, no. no. I mean, yeah, that's your demographic. But who are you, Bryce? Who are you really?
1: Well, I got to think about this, you know? Mm. What's the gut gut
0: answer that comes to mind?
1: The gut answer? Yeah, who are you really? I'm just a normal guy Mm. who lives his life. Okay. Tries to be a good person. Okay. Mm. Tries to... Uh, make a lot of friends. Okay. Um, I guess that's how you got yourself here. I guess that's how I got here. Yeah. I mean, how did? When was the first time I met you?
0: I don't even know. Um, you know, I talk about this every podcast with someone, and I can never remember. Um, when was the first time we met? I um. Mm,
1: I think we had mutual friends.
0: Yeah, I do know that because yes. I'd heard about you
1: before I actually met you. Right. Um. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know. It wasn't very long ago. I know that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been... A couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Which is a decent amount of time. I guess it um. is. <laughs> it feels
0: like it hasn't been, but it is. Exactly, exactly. Time flies when you're having fun.
1: It really is. Um, hmm.
0: That's interesting. An average guy. You know what? Yeah. I do have a question for you. All right. You said you, you try to be
1: a good person. Yes. So what does it mean to be a good person? Well, to me, I think a good person really has the qualities of somebody who, um, you know, I mean, people would tell you being nice to somebody else, being respectful. Mm. But I mean, I think those are all things that we are taught to do, you know, but I think an actual good person is somebody who goes the extra length. Oh, um, you know, they're, they're a servant, they help people, mm. um, whether it's their, their friends, their parents, their families, whoever, you know, your professors, okay. whoever it is. Okay. You know, I, I think there's always, a mission for people, a purpose for people to yeah. be of service to others, whether it's you know within your groups or on a broader scale. Okay, um, I take that very uh, personally. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important in my life that that I do those things, and so yeah, I think that's really what it mm. what it means. So it sounds like, in your opinion, being a good
0: person means
1: being a leader. Yes. A yes. Mm. Yeah, and you should know a lot about leadership, right?
0: I do know a thing or two. Uh, I've, I've I've been in a few classes or something. I don't know. I don't pay attention, you know. That, gotcha. That teacher, she's crazy. Uh, oh, she is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we got to be careful because people in bumpers actually listen to this podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I, I hope she's not listening to this podcast because I'm not going to say her name, but she is a great professor, yes. by the
0: way. Well, I'll say it because eventually right. she will be on air. would Dr. Jill Rucker, she's the GOAT. Yep. The Give goat. her a shout out. You know, she's the GOAT. I don't she think is. she understands that. I call her that all the time, mm-hmm. and I really don't think she understands what I'm saying. When I She say really that. is.
1: I mean, um, if you've never met Dr. Rucker, wow. she really is the best professor at the University of Arkansas. Yeah. She goes all out for her students. She's a great professor in the classroom. Mm-hmm. She knows the content really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, she has her PhD in this stuff. Mm-hmm. But she really does live it. I mean, yeah. it's 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 leadership and it's relationship. She really does live it with her students mm-hmm. and her colleagues. She's an incredible human being.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and so for context, for those of you who are who are not aware, there's a professor slash advisor at, at Bumpers, which is where my degree at, agricultural leadership and rises too, uh, who, or Dr. Rucker, I mean, she... She, like you said, is an exceptional professor, but she's such a great advisor and just person to be around. Like, I, we, she makes you feel like you're a person, and that's what's for, I mean, you're a person. Like, the, the student stuff is secondary, where everywhere else on campus it feels like you're a student first and a person second, and that she really does go above and beyond. And I've had her for quite a few classes, and she's been my advisor, and you've had her for a few. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, she really is, she really is, the best. And, you know, eventually she's going to have to get on here. And there's that's going to be an interesting episode. But, uh,
1: yeah, you really should have her on this podcast. I know. I know really I'm should. working
0: on it. I'm working on it. She's a busy woman. She's busy very woman. busy. Hard you to know, find that time.
1: Another thing about her, she drives from Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. every single day to Fayetteville, Arkansas to teach students. Mm-hmm. Two hours. Two hours here, two hours back. Four hours a day she's driving in a car. Yep. You can't tell me that's not a dedicated, committed person.
0: Passionate. I mean, very
1: passionate. Uh,
0: and she she has the same car as me, so she she got good taste. <laughs> good taste in vehicles. <laughs> you know it. You, you know it. Uh, so, what are you passionate about, Bryce? What 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 makes you happy? What do you love?
1: I love a lot of things. Okay. Um, I mean, we've already talked about a lot of those things: agriculture, Razorbacks, mm. the state of Arkansas. Those are all things I'm very passionate yep. about. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of something that people probably wouldn't know about me. Mm. Um, Yeah, Let's get into that. Let's see who the real Bryce is. Let's break down some preconceived
0: notions about who you are. Yeah, know it.
1: Yeah, so when it comes to music, Mm. I really don't have one genre or another that I really like more than the other. Okay. I grew up listening to country music. I still like it. Mm -hmm. But I, I really do like any sort of music you can throw at me. Um, if you look at any of my Spotify mm. playlists, they're all very uh, assorted. There are so many different types of songs, types of music in those podcasts. Okay. You know, I could be listening to George Drake one second and Cardi B the next second. Mm. I mean, I'm just Bacardi. back and forth, Bacardi, <laughs> right? So, when it comes to music, that's my my life. So, okay.
0: oh, I did not, yeah,
1: and I like music. Okay, so. I
0: did not know you were such a big fan. Uh, I am. I, I indulge similarly. I, I
1: love it. I mean, there's something about it. Uh,
0: so what's your favorite song of all time?
1: Favorite song? You didn't tell me there was going to be hard questions on this podcast. Man, well, that's every question. Yeah, you know, I, I think if you ask me at any point you know, of the day, it's probably going to be a different song. Okay. But I'm trying to think. All time. Such a hard question. Here,
0: Fraser, look at it from this perspective. It's all time. This is your your life's MySpace page, okay? And you got the one song on there. That's the one. That's your all-time favorite song. The one song you choose to represent. What do you What are you picking?
1: So I've always been a Dolly Parton fan. Okay, I will always love you is a great song. Okay, you know Whitney Houston also did the mm-hmm. song. I think it's a great song. To me, that's probably one song that's always consistently on top of the list. Okay. You know, you're never really going to see me sing it, mm. but I think it's a wonderful song. Okay. And it's a sad song, but I think it's a really, really good song. Probably one of my favorites. Okay. Yes. I get you. Yeah.
0: who Who is it that she wrote that song for again? That she was on the show for?
1: She wrote uh, that song for Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner, that's back it. Back in the 70s. Yep, yep, yep. They, it was his show. She was on it. Mm-hmm. She got her fame from that show. I actually had an uncle who was on that show. Really? I did not yes. know that. He, Him and Porter Wagner grew up together. Oh. And so that's okay. probably another reason why I like the song was because uh-huh. that song was about their their split. Yeah you know, she wanted her own career and he was kind of, you know, not wanting her to go. She was uh-huh. a big part of the show. Uh, and she left mm. and part of the um breaking apart was that song. Yeah. You know, she wrote that song for him. So mm. and it's gone down to be Mm-mm. one of the most popular and probably one of the greatest songs in all of music history. Oh yeah, who doesn't
0: know that song? Exactly. I mean, you would be hard pressed to find someone who Oh, do you know the song "I Will Always Love You"? No, I've never heard of that dog. Uh, you, yeah, I, you, you wouldn't find it.
1: I mean, if they don't know the song, there's something legitimately wrong. Yeah, there really is. Okay, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a profound thought that you've had recently?
1: A profound thought. Uh, a profound thought. Profound thought. Yeah. I'm trying to think.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, this is, what, week three of classes? You got it. And so, you know, every semester starts, and it just feels weird. Mm -hmm. You know, you go from, uh, you know, summer or Christmas break, and, you know, you're relatively calm. You're not doing a whole lot. And then you have to come back into the groove of getting in the classes, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, writing with the professors, writing papers. You know, that's been, like, the number one thing on my mind lately is just – classes and i hate the thought of it i really do but you know we all talk about college and we all talk about school as if we don't like it Mm -hmm. i mean we really are lucky to be in school though Mm -hmm. you know yeah but it's so annoying sometimes it really is so annoying Mm -hmm. like i it's week three i've already had like two tests and quizzes Mm -hmm. and papers and it's like man like I'm putting the hammer down on you. Yes, and get this: I'm taking French right now. Oh, I, I, I know that was pretty good. Way. that was very good. I understood every <laughs> bit of that, but my French instructor—he's 21 years old. Mm. He's my age. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, you know. Yeah. And I understand that's how the system works. Yeah, but it is crazy every single day going into that class, being taught by somebody probably younger than me. Mm-hmm. right at my age it's just crazy yeah you know but it's really cool though you know yeah. it doesn't matter what age you are you can learn from other people exactly you know he's very fluent I, in french he's been to france a lot he's you know he's got the experience and he, he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. but it's just so crazy
0: yeah it really is hey i'm that's kind of one of the the tenets of this podcast is that i really genuinely think there is something to learn from everyone That's kind of my goal. That's why I really like to get to know people's stories and the the things that have kind of shaped them into who they are. Uh, Because there is stuff to take away from everyone. Yeah. Even people you dislike, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So you kind of spoke on education there and how important that is. Yes. That maybe we take that for granted to a certain extent. What's something in your life that you
1: don't appreciate enough? Something in my life I don't appreciate enough. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's probably a lot of people who feel this way, too. I would say family. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm obviously, like, nice to my family. We get along fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they live two hours away from here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't make the time to go home and see them. Mm-hmm. And so one day, and it might be sooner than later, you know, I'm going to wish I had gone back more. Yeah. You know, I have I have seven siblings. Mm-hmm. And I have, uh, you know, parents and step-parents. Mm-hmm. So we have a really large family. Um, and so sometimes it's overwhelming going home Mm -hmm. because you have to see everybody. (laughs) People get mad if you don't see them (laughs) and you're like, I have 50 people to see. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry if I don't catch you. But at the same time, you know, they know as well, like you do mean right. Yeah. But, you know, I'm graduating in May and I'm hoping to, you know, leave Arkansas for at least a short time. Mm hmm. You know, so I'm trying as hard as I can right now to go back more and see them just because I know one day I won't be able to just go down when I want. Exactly. And so I would say family is probably my answer to that question.
0: Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Very fair answer. Um, So, yeah, you kind of touched on it. What's your what's your after-graduation plans? What's the what's the big item on the docket, you know, that everybody, everybody can expect from you?
1: So I actually have a few different paths I can take. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the, the – you know, the situation I'm in, they're very different paths. Mm-hmm. Uh, both, I think, are very rewarding paths. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I've taken uh, poultry science courses. I'm a poultry science major. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's obviously one option. I could stay in Northwest Arkansas or I could move to other places like Virginia or mm-hmm. Georgia uh, and work in the poultry industry, which is very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poultry industry, I mean, it, really is a big part of the economy here in Northwest Arkansas. It's a big reason why uh, people from out of state really like this region. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, I'm not saying like just the money in general, yeah. but it is really cool that we have that because it's very regional based. A lot of places don't have uh, this type of industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of good paying jobs. Uh, so that's one option. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've thought about that, but that's actually probably not the one that I will go with. Mm-hmm. I think the one that I will go with is, uh, Washington DC. Mm. You know, I've always had a passion for, you know, government politics. Um, Washington, Washington DC is one of my favorite places. Mm-hmm. I lived there last summer when I worked at, uh, uh an agricultural organization. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that line of work and working in the government for somebody, you know, preferably somebody who represents the state of Arkansas in Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's very rewarding and I think it's something that I want to do when I start, mm-hmm. uh, probably where i will end up Mm -hmm. uh, after may and so i'm still trying to think if i want to get an internship for the summer you know make some more connections meet some people and then Mm -hmm. get a job after but um as of right now that's the way i'm leaning so we'll see how it works yeah
0: hey you could always go to grad school
1: (laughs) i could (laughs) stay in school (laughs) i could you know the one thing about a graduate degree and you know we've already clarified like education is very very important um when it comes to a graduate degree, and I've, I've thought about it. I've really considered it. Um, you know, but graduate degrees are so expensive. Yeah. And you pay so much money for those unless you have an assistantship or, or some other situation where you can get it paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of pocket, it's a lot of money yeah. you know, for two years, and it's a lot of time. Uh, and also, I mean, just like all college students, you got to find a place to live, and mm-hmm. you got to have a job to pay for things and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, you know, I... I may go back one day and get a graduate degree. not sure yet. Gotcha. But I really don't want to go back if I don't have to. No, I get you. You know, if I get a job, want to stay there, I think that I can probably work it out without a graduate degree. Okay, hey. So that's my course of thought. Now, that's not for everybody. Some people have to go to grad school. (laughs) Yeah. And grad school, it's an amazing opportunity. So I'm not bashing it at all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, you don't need to go to grad school because you're getting your graduate degree from the (laughs) School of Hard Knocks. (sighs) Oh, man. I'm telling you.
1: Getting uh <laughs> getting a doctorate in common sense. That's right. You know, we need more of that. You know, yeah. and not even just a doctorate, like a bachelor's of common, oh, sense. common sense. Let me tell you. I and mean, we could
0: print those off and be handing them to people. It's like, "Hey, or,
1: or give them degree plans for it. Say, "Hey, you know what, buddy? I think you need to I think you need to take some of these courses." I'm telling you. I mean, I love our generation. I think we're very different. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously than our parents and grandparents. Yeah. But, man, there's just some people. Mm. I'm like, wow. Like, no, they you're actually right. They need a course in common sense. They need a degree in common sense.
0: You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, did you know I've got
1: a joke about construction? I did not. Tell yeah, us. I'm still working on it. Ah, uh, man, you got me there. You got me. That's a good one. That's a
0: good one. Got a plug-in joke. Hey, you wanna, did I, didn't I tell you my original joke? I'm scared to answer. I thought I did. Which one? What did the uh, What did the University of Indiana graduate say to his mistress? What did he say? Have I really not told you this? Uh, no. Who's your daddy?
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Do you have like a book of jokes somewhere? No, no, no. I really should. You know, You should
0: I uh, start writing jokes? No telling. You should um, you should write a book? Yeah, Colin's jokes. Whatever you want to title it. Yeah. Just write jokes. I'm Colin for some laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I know. I know. Hey, 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 hey. Maybe, maybe not the joke part. Maybe, maybe we should start something off with something a little bit more serious and intentional. Probably, and, and then back down to the the fun stuff.
1: That's right. Something with a little bit more thought. Exactly. Yeah, thought provoking.
0: I, I don't know that jokes can pay the bills. I, I don't uh, think so. Unless you're incredibly gifted. Uh, exactly. And I don't think I'm incredibly gifted. I
1: don't say that. You're. Funny. I think I'm. I
0: think I'm funnier than the average fellow. Mm-hmm. Or at least I, I find myself funnier than the average fellow, but uh, I don't think I'm ready to go on worldwide tours just yet.
1: Yeah, it takes time.
0: It does. It does. It's a, it's you know, a muscle, you know. It you is. You just got to keep lifting it and lifting it until your your biceps start to pop out and you're you get all veiny and. That's how it works. You're, you got to buy larger shirts because your mm-hmm. arms are too big.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how comedy works. That's how it works. Exactly. You know? I mean, it, it's like, it's kind of like football, NFL. Mm. You know, it's very few people make it. Exactly. But the ones that do, oh, my gosh. Thank God we have them. Exactly. They're amazing to listen to. What would the world do without Tom Brady and Dak Prescott? I know, right? For real, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll be very honest. I don't watch a lot of professional football. Yeah. I'm a big college football guy. Mm. But, man, the Super Bowl, I love watching the Super Bowl. Okay, It's so much fun.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm in two fantasy football leagues, and I really don't Same. care about either of them. And I, I guess I shouldn't say that because they probably are listening. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. This is like our like sixth or seventh year doing it. We've been doing this since freshman year of high school. Wow. And so it's just like at this point, it's just very repetitive. And I don't watch football as much. So I've lost the, the like the intense nature mm-hmm. of playing and the investment that it takes to be good. And so now I just kind of put players in my lineup
1: and just say, hey, here we go. And yep. hope for the best. You know, for me, I, I look at the numbers. Mm. Like, sometimes I don't even care what the name is. I don't care who the player is. Mm-hmm. I look at the numbers. Look at the stats. Look at their history. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the way I do it. And, I mean, it hasn't worked well for me. Mm. You know? I haven't won. Okay. Well, but, so maybe you shouldn't be done. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I've only been doing this for two years. Okay. So hey, this so, is my third season. Sometimes but it takes but a
0: little bit of time to work out the kinks. You know, it takes Get everything time. rolling
1: smoothie. I mean, some of those people smoothie. take it. Yeah, I just said get uh, everything
0: rolling smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> I should be okay. on a
1: t-shirt. You should. You know, but some people take it so seriously. Exactly. You know, like my league, I think there's 10. I think there's 10 of us in okay. my league. and. Let me tell you, some of those guys all day they have spreadsheets on Excel. Uh-huh. I mean, they they watch every game, they take every number. I mean, it's crazy. Like I'm I'm here like the night before the game start, like trying to like, get my players <laughs> for in the place. day of. I'm you like know? thirty minutes before, kind of guy. I know, and I'm 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 finding out that like three of my best players have been injured. You know, <laughs> exactly. <I'm> like crap. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find someone to replace them real quick. Yeah, I'm uh, like, you know what? We're we're just gonna play them. You know, exactly. It's fine. We'll win exactly, maybe. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, I'm a big UFC fan and I wish there was like a way to kind of do, it'd be tough to do like a UFC fantasy, yeah. but I think that'd be great. But you know what I've, I've yet to do and I really want to do, they do a fantasy league for like the bachelor and bachelorette. Seriously? Yeah. And like you get to draft your original girls and you get, or guys, I'll, I'll use the girls for example. So the bachelor. So you get to draft your original girls, the contestants, and then if your contestant wins, you get points. But you get points like if they get a rose that week, or if they get a date, and you can like that kind of stuff. And you can pick which ones are going to get sent home and get points from that. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a a a big ordeal um, of of doing that. Uh, So kind of cool, man.
1: Well, I'd participate in that. I I know. That seems very interesting. You know, I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette mm-hmm. all that often, but uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on on that show. Exactly. You know?
0: And you know, you, I'm not even kidding. You can pick out from the previews and the very first night the girl who's going to win or at least mm-hmm. going to be in the top two. Like you it's, can. It's very easy. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of one of my guilty pleasure watches that and Chrisley knows best (laughs) something about seeing Todd Chrisley and the family. Just, I don't know. It's a good relaxing show for me. Yeah. Um, I, just, I love it and Nanny Fay. Do you ever watch that show? Chrisley Knows Best. I have not. It's hilarious. Uh, they've got this grandma Todd's mom. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. She's like one of my favorite characters on television today. She's hilarious. She's the best. I wish I could like just hang out with her all the time. We'd go to the casino mm-hmm. and everything. She'd have so always she'd, oh, she'd be so much fun. I guess I have to check the show out. Should Chrisley
1: Knows Best? What's it on Netflix? Oh, I don't I don't know Hulu or Peacock Hulu. or something. I'll I don't find know. it somewhere. Uh, you know there are two. These came out during the pandemic at the beginning. Uh, There's actually a second season of one of them, but the first one is called uh, Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. Have you watched that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of a good show. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that show. It's about developing romantic connections with each other. For those of you who don't know, it's about developing relationships Mm -hmm. with people that you don't know, but it's people who have a history of being, you know, uh, you know, baddies, bad people, you know? <laughs> no, not uh, that
0: you say that makes them sound like they're yeah, criminals. they're
1: not criminal people. They're just, they're... How would you describe them?
0: They're, they're having to be very family appropriate, and they're not very family appropriate individuals. Yes, exactly. they These uh, are people yeah. who had fun in Straight college. Straight to the
1: wild side a little bit. Exactly. They know. had a lot of fun in college. Exactly. I think some of them have were, were still in college, actually. I think yeah. one girl was in a sorority. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, they're used to that life. And, exactly you know, they're forced to come together and, and develop relationships. No with people. kissing,
0: no nothing. You got to ah, just.
1: I mean, I could see it being pretty hard. I yeah. mean, I don't live that life. Tough for but you, Bryce. <laughs> uh, very, t- very tough for me. I mean, you if heard you, it if, here first, everyone. If you watch this show, like, I'm one of them. I'm tell- <laughs> <laughs> telling you. But, I mean, it really is hard. To, it's a mental thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's emotional, it's, it's mental. And I, I could see it being very hard for use of that kind of life yeah and uh you know i'm not bashing anybody who lives that life I, yeah you know, people are people that should be able to right. make their own decisions exactly. and live their life and be happy but but man i mean it is kind of cool to watch them progress throughout the show though because after the 12 or so episodes in the first season mm-hmm. they are different people you know they may go back to their well, own selves the and they leave you know but you know they do develop really strong relationships okay what was the other show you were going to talk about before ah, I say my Well, let me think of the name of it. Okay. I can see it in my head. It's called um, Love is Blind. Have you seen it? No, I don't think I it's have. It's also on Netflix. Okay. It's very interesting. They actually they start the show out, uh, and it's like uh, six or seven guys and six or seven girls. Okay. You know, so they can, you know, pair up. Uh-huh. But um they oh
0: we're in the dark room
1: the dark room there's a wall between them but they can go into the rooms the pods they call them Uh and they talk to each other Mm -hmm. and so they they talk about their life you know their background Mm -hmm. their their feelings Mm -hmm. and all these different things um but they actually don't see each other (laughs) until (laughs) they actually propose to each other before they see each other So, like, they decide, like, okay, like, this is who I want to spend my time with, Uh and then they see each other in person, and then they see, okay, that's going to be my future husband or wife. Uh It really is crazy. I could never do it. I could never do that show.
0: Now, have you have you heard the what's that Netflix one that they're coming out with, Sexy Beast or whatever, or it's like the masked Singer, but they're on a dating show. Like, where they yeah. wear those costumes. Bro, that's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever... I've watched the, the little trailer thing, and I was like, uh-uh. They need to just cancel this. They, they don't even need to air this. Has it come out yet? I don't know. I'm not watching it. I
1: couldn't care less if it did, because that looks like the worst show ever. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's come out yet, okay. but I, I'll definitely give it a watch, okay. because... You'll have to report
0: back to I all will. of us. Uh, I Because, uh, I ain't watching it. I'll,
1: <laughs> I'll come up with a review for it, but... <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like it would be interesting. I mean, not that they're taking it seriously. They might be. I don't know. All I know is, if I'm, if I'm I mean, dressed up as, as as Barney and somebody else is dressed up as Big Bird and we're on a date, like, I'm sorry, I couldn't take it seriously. I, I really mean, <laughs> different folks for different strokes,
0: Bryce. I know. You know, one of my favorite. Uh, what you have heard of Temptation Island, right? I've heard of it. Now that show's crazy. You want? It's 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 crazy. They break couples up basically. And have them date other people. It's you, you come and you try to find yourself, and you leave with just a bunch of trauma. You got to go to therapy basically afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's the that's like the first reality show that I've watched, and genuinely felt bad for the people on the show. A lot of the times, if something goes wrong, it's like well, you kind of brought this on. Like the Bachelorette. Oh my god! Well, the Bachelor. Oh my god! He kissed another girl. It's like. You signed up for this, okay? But this Temptation Island, I don't think these people know what they're getting themselves into. Like, you have your significant other of three years start dating all these other people, and you're not allowed to talk to them. And the only clips you can see of them are selectively picked by the editor to make them look as bad as possible. (laughs) And so it's it's ridiculous. Um, I'll have to give that one a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my favorite reality show, TV show of all time, is called True Beauty. Have you okay. ever heard of this? I have never heard of it. This is on ABC like 2006, 2007 maybe. And they bring all these people on here and tell them that they're competing to be like America's hottest person, it's America's sexiest person. Mm-hmm. And so there are all these models, both men and women, and they come on there and like they have all these modeling related like events that they have to go to, shoots, and they th- it's so the show is presented as that. Like that that's what the contestants know. Um, And how the show's rant. So they like go to modeling events, pick out outfits, and then compete to to see who's the winner or whatever. And then the two lowest people get sent to like this I think it's like the Hall of Beauty, they call it. And they have to make their case of why they should stay. But you, as the viewer, the entire time know that what they're actually being judged on is how they treat other people. Because the trick of the show is that while the contestants think they're on there for their physical beauty, The show is actually about their internal beauty.
1: Interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Wow. And so you see all these people who just treat others like trash, um, and they get sent home. And so it's very interesting because, I mean, you know – you're the all-knowing, all-knowing watcher. Um, so, like when they're defending themselves, they're like, "I think I'm just so attractive. I'm so much more attractive than everyone else here," and that's not what they're being judged on. So it's very—I mean—the the, the duality of that is very interesting to watch, and it's it's a very eye-opening show.
1: Yeah, you know, when the pandemic started, so many good shows came out. Ted Lasso. I mean, Ted Lasso. <laughs> I mean, I know Tiger King's kind of cheesy. Yeah, but. I enjoyed it. Okay. I I thought it was hilarious. Mm. I mean, you know, since then, you know, more news has come out about uh, him and Carol Baskin, Mm -hmm. you know, and all this stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of fun to watch (laughs) everything play out after. But when I watched that show, I'm like, where do they find these people? Like... At the casino. (laughs) Like, thank thank God this guy was in Oklahoma, you know, and not in Arkansas. (laughs) I mean, but they are, there's probably some in Arkansas somewhere.
0: Let me tell you, Bryce, if you want to find people like that, you just go to the casino and stay a little while.
1: What, which casino?
0: Any of them. Any of them? Any of them. Specifically oh. the ones like that are right on the Oklahoma border. Yes. You see some some interesting
1: folks, to say the least. Well, thank God for Oklahoma and uh, Mississippi.
0: Hey, don't don't say that too loud, because you uh, just got to give Russellville some time and Oakland's got a casino and everything I know. now. You know, I have been to Pine the bluff.
1: O- I've been to the Oakland casino. Okay. It's actually really nice. Okay. No smoking. Mm, that's what I'm there, talking about. There's no people just walking around, you know, asking okay. people for money or anything. Mm-hmm. It really is a nice place. Mm, okay. um, they just built a brand new hotel that overlooks the racetrack. I'm sorry. Yeah. My my family's really big in horse racing. I hey, know you're good. For like 5 generations. So okay. like, I I know all about it. But Oakland it It's actually a pretty nice place. Yeah, it is. You know, compared to most casinos. I have not been to the new one at Pine Bluff. Okay. Kind of scared to go there. Consider the context. Exactly. But I've heard good stuff, but it's Pine Bluff, uh, so you can never be sure. We have to paint
0: a picture because there actually are a few international listeners. Okay. Um, (laughs) So there's a... We live in Arkansas, and there's a city in Arkansas called Pine Bluff. And let's just say Pine Bluff is not the safest place in the world
1: that's a good word yeah, yeah. Pine bluff uh, the census came out you know this fall yeah. and, and over the, the last year uh, Pine bluff is the i'm trying to say this right it's the uh, fastest shrinking city in america it's uh-huh. number one so that means people are leaving at an extremely fast rate mm-hmm. no one's going in uh it's, it's decreased in population pretty significantly is over the like, past uh, 20 it's years like or
0: so. like 10 or 16%, which is like a couple thousand people.
1: Yeah, I mean, for a city like Pine Bluff, mm-hmm. I mean, they probably had close to 60,000 at one point. Mm-hmm. It's about 40 or 44. I can't remember the exact yeah. number. But it's that's a significant number, you know. Mm-hmm. 10, oh, yeah. 20% is a pretty big number when you're talking a city that size. Yeah. Um, but we're lucky in Arkansas we have towns like Fayetteville, you mm-hmm. know that's uh, growing, I think, uh, the last census, the one 10 years ago, mm-hmm. showed that Fayetteville had about 70,000 people. Mm-hmm. Now we're about 95. Yeah. So we're growing pretty exponentially. But oh yeah. Pine Bluff, though, if you're in Arkansas and you're listening to this podcast, you I know, would, I'll, you know uh, <laughs> if you're not from Arkansas, uh, recommendation, suggestion, just don't go to Pine Bluff. Exactly. You're not missing anything. Um, but they, they smacked a casino right in the middle of it. They did. Yeah, it it's that casino issue is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh you know, I'm I'm not gonna talk about politics, it's not really politically mm. related. But um, you know, it was on the ballot, you know, mm-hmm. casinos here a couple of years ago and it passed. But the cities were already predetermined. Yeah. You know, Russellville and Pine Bluff were the two that they were going to put casinos at. Mm-hmm. And then I think put a little bit more money into Oakland mm-hmm. and um uh Southland, which is in West Memphis. Yeah. It's a dog racing track. Uh-huh. But you know, Pine Bluff is excited. They're like, Casino, more money. Exactly. You know, they needed something to really boost them <laughs> yeah. up. Russellville for like the last two years has been trying to find ways to to not have a casino in their town. Yeah. There's still problems there. Like Pine Bluff's already open. People yep. are there hanging out. At Russellville's they're still like in the planning stages because they keep trying to like cut it down and there's a yeah. lot of issues there. You Maybe. know,
0: You know what, maybe they should have just put that casino in Alma, where I'm from. Yeah. You know, our small little town of 5,000,
1: I really think that could blow up. Some towns really want the casino. I know. You know, Russellville's like, we don't want it. Well, Clarksville, maybe Alma. Yeah, just give it to us. We'll take it. Exactly. You know, these towns Put it in the truck stop. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's on I-40. Exactly. It's one of the busiest roads in the country. There are Mm -hmm. trucks up and down the interstate all day long. I mean, it would stay busy for Mm -hmm. sure. So it is very interesting to watch that play out. Yeah, we're still in that situation, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, we uh, are—we're very lucky in Arkansas. We we actually don't have very many casinos, but nope. You know, Arkansas is really weird too. And I I mean, I grew up like this, and I'm sure you did too. But uh, Faulkner County, which is the county I grew up in, Mm -hmm. you know, Conway is our county seat. Mm -hmm. Um, we're a dry county. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't sell alcohol unless you're at a restaurant. Yep. I grew up thinking that was normal. Yeah. You know, I talked to people (laughs) out of state and even some people in Arkansas and they, they're they're shocked when they hear that you cannot go to Walmart or Mm -hmm. Harps or another store somewhere and buy alcohol, Uh that you have to drive 30 miles one way or another. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) That's, yeah, that is kind of a weird (laughs) concept for some people. It is. Uh,
0: I mean. But, like, if you're from Alma, you just got to drive 15 minutes over the river and you're there, so. Right. It's not really too much. It's not too bad. No. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: spent a lot of time at the liquor stores in Moralton. I can can imagine. Yeah, I did. My parents, they tell me, you sit in the car, we'll leave it running. Exactly. They went into the liquor store and bought their (laughs) stuff, so.
0: Hey. It was, yeah.
1: That was my childhood.
0: Exactly. That's it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's it. That shaped you into the person you are today, Bryce. It really did. (laughs) Sitting in the liquor store parking lot.
1: First time I drove on the interstate, my yeah. grandfather, he, he's an alcoholic, big okay. time alcoholic. Uh, he drinks a lot of beer, drinks a, a lot of vodka too. Okay. So I hope he doesn't listen to this. He, he doesn't, he's not going <laughs> to listen to it. I promise. He, he can't even tell you what a podcast is, Okay. but he, so he lives in Conway. He lives close to where I live. Uh-huh. At. And one day I was at his house and I was, I think I was 15. I had a permit. Okay. And he had to go to the liquor store. He had to get beer. Mm-hmm. It was on a Saturday night, I think. And so we got in his truck, and we drove to uh, Momel okay. or Morgan. Morgan, Maumel. It's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. area. Went to Lake Liquor, which is where I went as a kid. Okay. And uh, we went in. He got his stuff. We got back in the truck, and he told me that I could drive home.
0: Okay. It was the first
1: time <laughs> I ever drove on the interstate. Okay. And it was only because he had drank on the way to the liquor store and then bought alcohol while he was there and thought it probably wasn't a good idea for him to drive back to Conway. Mm. So I drove on the interstate, and that, that, that was the first time I drove on the interstate. Interesting. Coming home from the liquor store. Okay. Yeah.
0: I uh, I used to be scared to death of driving, which is funny because I love it now. Like, I will just go on drives for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but used to be scared of it. And so, like, I remember... One of the first times I ever drove by myself, my mom sent me to school, and like I had like a panic attack at the freaking stoplight because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, I made it. I made it, fortunately, but uh, that was a very scary experience. And then, you know, what we should do, everyone should te- take their kids and teach them how to drive on the interstate on Christmas
1: Day. Yes. Because no one is driving on Christmas. No one. Yeah, holidays, you know, especially Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean... Fourth of July Memorial Day are kind of busy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. definitely Christmas, you know, because everyone's already yeah.
0: there. Christmas night, like there's three cars on the road. I mean, you can you can go try out your your speed race. I'm just kidding. That's but, right. <laughs> I gotta gotta say, uh, we do not condone uh, speed racing yeah. on the follow traffic laws, please. Yes, um, but you know that's a great way to teach your kids how to drive on the interstate. There really is no one. And I went, to, I went to a Japanese restaurant with a buddy of mine because our parents didn't want to go. So that was one of the first times I drove. You know what's funny, though? I got my car, okay? And keep in mind, I didn't get a car until I was... I think I was 18. I mean, I was a slow... Uh, I was a slow driver to get started. And so what ended up happening was is I got my car, and then like three days later, I drove all the way to Texarkana uh, wow. for a friend's birthday party. And so it was a very... It was very interesting. That was like the first long trip. The furthest I'd ever driven before that was like thirty minutes to Fort Smith. So, wow. I mean, how far is Six Arcana from Alma? Four hours. That's a long drive. But it's. It was more like five because I took the long way, uh, going through Little Rock instead yes. of taking
1: the took the interstate, the yep. Y City cut. Um, but yeah. Man, that is a long drive. Yeah, especially hey, for somebody. But I learned how to yeah. drive, though. Let me tell you. Uh, driving, to me, it's a stress reliever. Mm. When I got to college, you know, northwest Arkansas is beautiful. Yeah. Like, the mountains, the forests, the lakes. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a beautiful area to live in. And what are you going to say?
0: I, yeah. I, I just realized we really kind of met when we were putting up campaign signs together.
1: That's what that it was, was. I
0: think we had, like, met before then, but that was the first time where we actually, like, got to actually sit down exactly. and talk to
1: each other. Exactly. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, we met. It was, uh, it was well... I guess this is when we actually hung out the first time. Yeah, but it was uh, about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Walmack, he's our mm. uh, congressman for Northwest Arkansas, the third district. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was campaigning, you know, to to run for re-election, and we put out campaign signs for him. So we drove. Yep. Wh- where do we drive to? I mean, we drove to Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, uh, Jane, I think it was at Walmart. Uh-huh. We drove through Bell Vista. I drove the all place. over the place, and we got paid to just put up signs. There you yeah.
0: go. It was hey, fine. there's worse jobs you can do.
1: Yes. Uh, but, yeah, that just
0: popped into my head. Yeah, I like, I mean, oh.
1: yeah, well, I'm glad you brought that up. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, like, driving, though, is just, exactly. it, to me, it's a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm in my apartment, and I did this last year a lot when I had to sit at home a lot and study and do schoolwork, mm-hmm. but you just get tired of sitting in the same spot, you know, and, and there's a lot of school stuff going on, and it really stresses you out. Mm-hmm. Just. hmm Take an hour, take two hours, go somewhere and just drive. Don't exactly. don't use the map, just, you know, I know, unless you're going somewhere where there's no service. Oh, well, yeah. Know, maybe, but you know, it's, it's, it's relaxing.
0: You know, I did that freshman year and ended up at the War Eagle Mill.
1: <laughs> That's a cool place.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a weird It's thing. a little treasure I... out in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I don't really know how I got there, but <laughs> I did. And <laughs> I got there. It's a neat place. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, you never know where you're going to find when you go exploring. You never More know. people should do that. Just get in your cars and go.
1: Yeah, we're really blessed here in Arkansas. If you go one, no, two hours, almost two hours east of Fayetteville to a town called uh, Boxley, Boxley Valley. It's, a, it's, a, it's on the north end of the upper end of the Buffalo River. Okay. Um, there's a herd of elk there, mm. maybe a couple of herds. Mm-hmm. But it's the only place in the state that you can find them. There's some over, uh, that's Newton County. There's some in Searcy County as well, Uh but the majority of them are there in Boxy Valley. Uh, That's the coolest thing ever. Like there's the the highway. Mm -hmm. It's made for people to pull over on the side of these fields because the elk come out of the woods at night. Yeah. uh, You know, right at dusk and, you know, come out and eat grass and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the neatest thing ever. And I know people think like, oh, it's just elk, you know, whatever. But when you actually go out there and you actually see them, I mean, they're wild elk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just really neat. You know, and they make the coolest sounds and their behavior. It's just really enjoyable. Okay. I, I, I'm a, I'm a sucker when it comes to wildlife. And, I can tell. And you love agriculture. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's... <laughs> I, I, I love agriculture. I also love conservation. Oh. Yes. Nice. I'm like Teddy Roosevelt oh, when it comes to conservation. Okay. Love it.
0: So, you know what? Maybe your destiny is working a... In a Parks and Rec uh, <laughs> facility in Pawnee, Indiana. That might be it.
1: Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. I heard
0: there's a really good like city like Parks director named Leslie Nope there. Or I've heard I don't about know her. what did she. Oh, what did it end? What did she become like a senator or something? I don't even remember. I forgot. It's I been forgot. so long since I've seen that. Um, but hey, that, that's a good, that's an option. You, you know? know, I actually think Parks and Rec is better than The Office, and the reason why I say it is because. I think The Office has the more quotable moments, like the real laugh-out-loud stuff. Yes, yes. But I think Parks and Rec was just so much more consistent, and you didn't have, like, the... Because you have to admit, The Office after Michael Scott, you should just throw that away. It wasn't great. No. No. Not that it was terrible. Right. Because some people think that it's, like, the worst thing ever made. But when you have those first sets, it kind of ruins... The rest of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I really think they figured out their stride with Parks and Rec and kind of, and now they've made a million shows. Michael Shuren, all those guys. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Good Place. Um, what, are, what are the other ones? The Superstore.
1: Um, That's a good one too.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've, they've made a ton of those that have, have ended up great, but they kind of worked out a lot of the kinks with The Office. Uh,
1: so I'll tell you, probably my favorite one. Okay. Um, Veep. Have you ever watched Veep? I've not. You should really watch that one. It's uh it's a woman, her name on the show is Selena Meyer. Okay. And she's vice president of the United States. That's where Ooh. Veep comes from. But it's literally like the office, but in the office of the vice president. Oh. You know, okay. I mean they are not competent. They have okay. no clue what they're doing. Yeah, you know, her staff. I mean, it's just fire. Is this a political fire. take?
0: You're you're going? I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no,
1: no. I mean, yeah. That that's a topic we can talk about, but I'm not sure we want to talk about that. But I, I, it's hilarious because, uh, obviously, it's fake. It's not real. Yeah. But people who and you you could probably relate to this too. But people who have been involved in some sort of political you know role at some point, whether mm-hmm. it's like on a campaign or working somewhere, they watch this show and they're like that's actually fairly accurate, mm. you know, like that's, it's, it's not as uh you know, tight ship as it looks, yeah. you know, that's actually how it is sometimes. Oh, exactly. It's, it's really funny, huh. but I recommend that show. Okay. It's really v- good. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes. It's a really um, good show.
0: Huh? Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've like, just never Yeah. had the opportunity to watch it. Yeah.
1: And this one, I mean, it's also a political show, but it's mm. not like the office or V but house of cards.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Have you ever watched House of Cards? I've not, no. Also, another really good show. <laughs> you know,
0: for being a political <laughs> science major, I've not watched any of the West Wing. I haven't House watched of West Wing. Cards, like...
1: I've watched Madam Secretary. Yeah. Watched a little bit okay. of it. That. That's a good one, too. It's okay. probably more accurate. You know, if you yeah, watch yeah, yeah. it, it's like real stuff happening and okay. situations. So, all good stuff to watch, though. Huh.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bryce, what else? What else do you want to talk about?
1: Trying to think, there, there's so many different things we could talk about. You know, what's going on in your life right now? Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I'm I'm taking classes.
1: You know, I'm Me college
0: student. You know how that goes. Oh yeah. Um, Story no. of our life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I know it's one of those deals that it's kind of I'm, I'm hitting a weird point because I'm involved in a lot of things. I didn't get to do a whole lot of involvement last year being at home, and so kind of getting in the swing of that has kind of been different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of starting to plan for the whole thesis stuff has been on my mind. Yeah, that's right. Working on that. Um, so that's kind of been some of the big stuff. Is like school's just felt very different than it has than it it really did last has. year. Uh, it really has. So it's it's just taking me a little bit to kind of get back in the the groove of that and go into classes in person. I've got an eight thirty a.m., which I avoided oh. for two years. But because I'm taking a stupid freshman class, I could not avoid it. Uh, Let me Uh, guess.
1: Animal science.
0: Yeah. Yes, I took that class. And so I'm uh, dealing with that at the moment. Well, Uh, we'll get through it. I know. I was very spoiled. Freshman year, like all my classes, the earliest one started at like 9.45, 10-ish. And one day, I didn't have my first one until like 1. So I was very spoiled. And (laughs) it's kind of been like that. Uh, And so, yeah, now it's kind of... Oh, uh, step back to fresh in year.
1: Right. Doing yeah. the time warp again. It is exciting to be back on campus. So I agree. You know, when the pandemic first hit, I actually enjoyed being at home. Mm-hmm. I'm very introverted, mm-hmm. I'm a very quiet person. I like my alone time. Uh, just shut off from the rest of the world. It's mm-hmm. how I recharge. Exactly. But to a point, you know, after uh, one month, two months, three months, I mean, it just went on for, you know, over a year. Yeah. Um, Man, I was like, I got to get back out. I got to meet people and talk to people and see people again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same on a computer screen. No, it's not. So let me tell you, I I always enjoyed being on campus because I had a lot of friends on campus. Uh-huh. But, man, I mean, right now, aside from the actual schoolwork, it is just so nice to just be with people again. Okay. You know, and I, the freshmen this year really don't understand what the freshmen last year went through. because No, they don't. They didn't get to do much. No. You know? Well, think about it like this.
0: I've not had a full year on this campus yet, and I'm a junior. I guess that's true. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. I've literally never experienced a full year at the University of Arkansas.
1: I wonder what that means for on like, campus, our generation of people. Like the people who have, have, who have been yeah. in college in that four-year period. Like, obviously, we know there's issues K through 12, but... It's different for kids and students in college. You know? It's like... There was a Twitter joke
0: that I saw that's kind of along the same lines. It's like, people who cheated their way through med school in in 2019, and it's this this guy who's clearly got a broken leg. Like, it's the effort of the x-ray. And the guy's like, yeah. So I Googled it, and I think you've got cancer. (laughs) It's like... I mean... That's our, uh, those are our doctors that are yeah, coming out. Exactly. You know? And then there was one with lawyers and it was like, when you cheated your way through law school during the pandemic and this guy, he's like, did you commit the murder? And the, the person testifying is like, no, I didn't. And then the, the lawyer's like, "Murderer!" say what? And the guy's like, what'd you say? He's like, oh, I got it. Convict him right now. My gosh. <laughs> That's some good stuff. I know the unfortunate reality is that might the unfortunate reality is that 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 might be true. Uh,
1: we'll see. So, I mean, um, I, I think we already see some of the results, mm-hmm. you know, at, at different levels. But uh, it's going to be very interesting for people who go into a <laughs> career, you know, yeah. we we've lived an entire year of our life, over mm-hmm. a year, year and a half, of doing everything online, doing everything virtual, mm-hmm. you know, staying away from people. And I think it's going to have lasting impacts. Yeah. But we're not going to know what it's going to do probably for years and years. No, you I know? agree. You know, a, a few years ago,
0: I I guess this was probably about 2016, 2017, I came up with this idea. I was like, every generation has kind of had that big thing. You know, whether that be uh, World War II, Moonshot, uh, the fall of the Soviet Union... Um, 9-11 and i was wondering i was like what is our big event gonna be well there you and, go uh, <laughs> i uh, spoke a little bit too soon uh, yeah, you should have waited on that one yeah and next thing we know here's here's covid that's <sighs> th- this is you. like and what i think is so fascinating is covid has really made the world stop turning and it's the first thing in a very long time that even like 9-11 i'd say kind of stopped the world stopped turning for a day or two like right. that Since That sent such shockwaves through the U.S. that it impacted everywhere. Mm -hmm. But, like, COVID shut down the entire world
1: for months. literally did. The economy, you know, our our daily life of just being able to leave and go places, the grocery store, you know. And I think we were fine here in Arkansas for the most part. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like bigger states like California, New York, I mean, they were literally locked down. Yeah. You know. Canada is still locked down. I mean, Canada. I mean, it's crazy, you know, and. The pandemic really changed everything about the uh-huh. way we live. You know, it's going to permanently in my opinion. You know, you look at just what it did as uh, you know, the result initially when it first started. Mhm. But then you look at you know, the way it changed uh I like I said, I'm not going to talk about politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it significant You're, You're itching, I'll tell you that. Uh I've, I'm trying not to, it just comes up. But <laughs> it did significantly change our political landscape. Yeah, it did. You know, I mean, everything about it, it changed our, uh, our economy and the way the economy operates. Okay. Uh, Education is going to be completely transformed. And, and some of those things probably like broadband and different things like virtual mm-hmm. learning. Like those are things I think we tried to transition to, but now it's going to be even a quicker transition mm-hmm. because of what happened. Oh yeah. Um, just so many different things all because of this pandemic. You're right. It's, it's pretty crazy.
0: Life is crazy.
1: Life is crazy. Uh, how are you changing the world? How am I changing the world? Yeah. Um, let's see. You know, I, I think there's a lot of things that people can do to change the world. Um, even if you are just a one, you know, just one single person, I think, can really do a lot, you know, especially with their group of people mm-hmm. you know i think people think when you change the world that you have to be like you know president of the united states you know yeah. I, I don't think that's that's true mm. right? obviously they change the world in ways but people in their own communities can change the world okay um you know i, I think and this goes along i think with a lot of things we've seen in years past years but it, people just don't talk to one another anymore mm. um now i think that's really dangerous i always try to go out of my way to have Not difficult conversations, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if there's like something we don't agree on or if they're even in like a relationship or whatever, Uh um, you know, people just don't talk to each other. Mm -hmm. I I think it leads to uh, more polarization. It leads to, you know, more harsh feelings and different things. Uh So I always go out of my way to try to have conversations with people that, you know, it might be something on their mind. It might be something on my mind, Uh might be an issue that's you know, in the news right now or mm. whatever. But, you know, I think Americans, uh, more so Americans, but a lot of people, mm-hmm. they try to put people in different categories and then that's, mm. it. you know, that's what they believe. You exactly. can't talk to them, you know, that we're, we're, we're different. We can't be with one another. Uh-huh. I, I think that's just so wrong, yeah. in my opinion. I just don't agree with that. And I think it's it's not a good thing for our society and our culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, as quickly as it's changing I still don't think it's it's a good thing. And so, if I had to say one thing of what I do to change the world, it's try to have conversations with people so that I can learn things. Okay. And then I hope that in turn they might be able to learn something from mm. me. So. This is the uh, this is the Michael
0: Jackson. If you want to make the world a better place, yes. Up. Yep. It's
1: our way with yourself
0: and make a change.
1: That's right. You yeah. know. Yeah, well, what about you? What's your answer to that question? Uh, we can
0: answer that some other time. All all right. I'm just all kidding. Right. Uh, no, I agree with you. You know, Immanuel Kant said that the, the tr- really, I mean, with his categorical categorical imperatives, the only way that we can truly change the world is by making ourselves the best that we can be because that's the only thing we have true control and knowledge over. I mean, and, I, and I agree. I mean, I have big ideas for for th- ways to make things better, but I think that's what it starts is you positively impacting others and instilling that in them. Make them think that they can change the world and have them hopefully pass that along to more and more people. I mean, I, I kind of concur with your answer that, yeah. I mean, it is important to, to kind of talk to others. I mean, you talk more about the talking to others, but I mean, yeah. mine's more just like the investment in others that like mm-hmm. – It's like the Tupac quote, that I cannot guarantee that I'll change the world, but I'll spark the mind that'll change the world. I mean, it's like, you can only do so much, but I think one of the best gifts you can get, gifts you can give someone is that belief that they really do have agency over their actions and that they can make a difference.
1: Right. Yeah, I think you see that. I mean, it's always happened. I mean, you can look Mm -hmm. at some of the most successful people uh, in our country and around the world and, you know, it wasn't. You know, they didn't grow up in, in rich families and had yeah. all these opportunities at their feet. You know, it was uh, sometimes a lot of people who grew up in really bad situations. Mm-hmm. It was that one thing that sparked them, mm-hmm. you know, and they had that vision in mind and that's what they worked toward. And yeah. they were able to change the world in different ways. But to your point, yeah, I mean, it, it's all about the inspiration of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can change somebody's heart and mind and they can reach their dreams, but they have to have somebody really, you know, kind of show them like, hey, this is possible. You can do it. Exactly. You
0: know, the, the opening track on Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life album is Love's in Need of Love Today. You know?
1: That's a good one.
0: Yeah, maybe That's good. Maybe people should take that to heart, you know? They should. Maybe we should re-examine the way we love things and really redirect that and put a lot more attention and focus into to loving people that maybe we don't know. Yeah. Just being there, you know, being decent human beings—is that, exactly. that too much to ask?
1: No, it shouldn't be. Some
0: people would argue that it is. I, some people,
1: yeah, yeah. You could be interviewing somebody right now; they would have thrown this headset off and yeah. left. I mean, some people really think that's a lot to ask for. Yeah, you know, I here's a question I have for you because I'm me. interested to see how you would answer it. Okay. So, like, our—no,
0: I don't do drugs, Bryce. I can't believe you, that. <gasps> man.
1: Well, crap. All right. So. Like, our grandparents, great-grandparents, like, their generation, mm-hmm. probably great-grandparents, they're known as the greatest generation. Yeah. You know, World War II, their efforts in the war, everything. Uh-huh. Um, I think, wasn't it the generation after that, the silent generation, or was that the generation before? I can't remember. Either way. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Either way, it's, you know, each generation has uh, sort of a stereotype. You yeah. they know, they're, they're known for... What do you think our generation, Gen Z, yeah? So
0: I think it's predominantly that we're so technologically invested that that's that's the sole focus of our lives. That everything revolves around our personal technology usage, the the workplace technology usage. That that's all that our life revolves around. And specifically, I think that's how older generations see us as we're those kids who are always on their phones. like now. You guys need to stay off those phones. Can you not put those down for five minutes as they're sitting there scrolling through Facebook? Um, but I think that's the stereotype that we get. Because uh, if you, I mean, if you kind of look at the way that Gen Z's identified and the reason why we're not millennials is because we did grow up, a lot of us, with technology at a very young age. We've known that our entire lives, We're millennials haven't. Right. Um, and so it's kind of one of those deals that I think that goes hand in hand with the stereotype and why it's maybe somewhat true is we really truly have grown up with so much technology that that's what our life revolves around. We, we cannot do calcul- we cannot do division or multiplication without a calculator. We, we have a hard time talking face to face for a lot of people. Um, and our communication skills, even on texting, you know what really ticks me off is when people text and they like use a super informal language. I and I freak people out sometimes because I'm like using correct punctuation. Like if I have to type multiple things out, like I'm using a like a serial list, or I'll tab over with a paragraph. And so people are like, "Why do you text so formal? Like, wh- why is that?" And it's just the way that I've always communicated. But I yeah. think we've. We, we're getting so into the convenience of technology that we've lost a lot of the purpose of why those innovations existed in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just, we're, we're, we're so technologically focused that it's impossible for us to remove ourselves from that.
1: No, I agree. I, I think you brought up a funny point about old people being on Facebook. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, <laughs> I know more old people on Facebook than young people. <laughs> no. I'm not even kidding. They'll, sit, they'll share a post about, Like literally my grandparents will share a post about these kids, these days Uh sitting on their phones. I'm like, (laughs) you share it on Facebook. Like seriously. I know. But I mean, but you're right though. I mean, we have kind of drifted away from the, like the thoughts of like why we have this technology. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's great stuff. Mm -hmm. But, and this is, you know, another thing, like I think people, and I try to do this sometimes, uh, you know, to be authentic, you are not really like in a personality wise, mm-hmm. but just in the, like the way you live. Yeah. You know, I think people nowadays like it's cool to like go out and buy the cool stuff and mm-hmm. have the, the the newest trendy things. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if people want to live like that, that's fine. You know, I yeah, you know, rejecting i rejecting materialism. Mean, yeah, crap, I have an iPhone eleven. Like, exactly. You know, it's cool. You're a you communist. Know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, I take advantage. I take all the cool stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> I get to have it, you know. But So last, uh, this is just kind of an example, but last summer uh, when I lived in D.C., Mm -hmm. I had a lot of time on my hands Mm because I was, you know, living in this house, working virtually. Yeah. Um, So besides like my sightseeing in town and and Mm -hmm. having lunch with friends and everything, I I decided to write letters to uh, like presidents and other people. Mm. And you'd be surprised how many people actually responded. Like who? Uh, Well, number one, uh, President Clinton. Okay. I wrote a letter to him, which he's from Arkansas. We have I have connections to him, mm-hmm. uh, so I had a pretty long, you know, personal letter, and I sent it to him. And he wrote a very long personal letter back to me. Mm. That's handwritten just so, it wasn't handwritten. It was on a typewriter. Okay, and he signed it and everything, but real signature. <sighs> Real signature. Yeah. So you,
0: you think this was really President Clinton?
1: It was. Okay. It was like five paragraphs long. Okay. You know, like it brought he brought up all of the details that I brought up in my letter. Uh-huh. You know, of you know, here's a mutual friend or whatever. Uh-huh. Um so that was really cool, but you don't hear about many people these days like writing letters to you know, people like Kim or a celebrity mm-hmm. or a athlete or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think you know, writing letters in itself is kind of a lost art. Mm-hmm. that's kind of sad yeah yeah, yeah. I remember when we used to do that in in like intermediate school and we did that as a class project once wrote it to
0: someone famous and see if they'd send something back yeah 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 Um, I always had fun with that I actually got some stuff
1: I also got a letter from uh, George W. Bush okay I don't think it was very personal you know Mm. he's a great person like I love George W. Bush Uh you know Think he's a great person, but you know, somebody in that position, you know, they have so many people who write letters to him, they can't write letters to everybody, exactly. You know, but he did sign a letter and, and sent it back and it had some very you know nice comments in it, okay. So, but I mean, even that, you know, um, he took the time to or his office took the time to send a letter back, yeah. So, you know, stuff like that, you know, people still mm. pay attention to it, and yeah. I, and I think it means a lot more today than it used to, yeah, you know, because everyone did it, uh, you know, exactly. 20, 30 years ago, everyone wrote letters. But, you know, nowadays we're moving away from it. So I think it says a lot more if you write a letter to somebody. Yeah. You know, for any reason. But I just think it's so cool, you know, mm-hmm. just in my opinion, you know. No, I agree. That's awesome. I, I never knew that, that you did yeah, that. I did. I have a lot huh. of, like, former governors and senators and uh-huh. everything. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Great way to spend your time. It really is. Now,
0: Bryce, we're, we're kind of approaching the end here, you know. Yeah. There... What else? A- anything else you want to talk about?
1: How much time you got left? Well, I don't know. Just a couple more minutes. maybe um, One minute, maybe more than a minute, more than a minute.
0: I just don't like to make them run too long. Cause yeah. then they kind of get hard to listen to.
1: Yeah. Um, I get that. I mean, what, like 40, 50 minutes max normally.
0: Well, we're in an hour and six minutes already. Oh, are seriously. Yeah.
1: Wow. It doesn't feel like
0: it's been yeah. an hour. That's All what right. I'm saying. Usually I try to cut it about the hour.
1: Yeah. Well, hour to hour 15. Yeah. I guess I will say i, I Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, of course. No, I really enjoyed this. You, know, yeah. me, you and I have talked about this for a while. Yeah. So I'm glad I finally had the chance to come on and, and of course. hash out some of the world's biggest problems and, uh, you know, solving them one day at a time. Rageback football. You, you know, know it. Go Hogs, beat Texas. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Tuscum. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. I don't know about
1: that one. You know one. about that one? I don't know about that one. It, it's the cleaner version of yeah, the other one. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 But yeah, I don't know. It's about not that. as cool, but no, yeah. no, 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 no. Today while they were all camping out there, you know, there's a fraternity house right across the way, and they were out there screaming "F Texas" and everything. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I'm telling you, tomorrow, I'm really into college. I,
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy tomorrow. Oh my! But goodness. it's gonna be fun. Yes. I mean,
0: I don't even want to biggest oh, football
1: game God. we've had in years. So it's gonna be fun.
0: I don't even want to think about how many freaking people are going to be here.
1: It's going to be packed in Fayetteville. That's all I can say. It
0: already is. Every is. Like, uh And what I hate is it's impossible to go get food anywhere because the drive-thus are so long. Every <laughs> restaurant's back. you got to drive to Bella
1: Vista to be able to sit down and eat and not have to wait 30 minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about going to Wendy's when I'm <laughs> done here, so... <laughs> I can just walk there from your apartment. Exactly. So
0: exactly, it's <laughs> a nice little stop over the way. Well, okie dokie. Any final thoughts? I think those were all my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I didn't want to. Didn't want to cut you off if you had a, a sob story to tell at the end. Uh, nah, let's, end let's end on a high. Okay. note. Okay. No, Never. <laughs> I appreciate. I think the viewers will appreciate that. I do too. Hey, do you know how you know how they can support the podcast? Oh. Perfect. I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'm just scared. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a few ways you know to support the podcast real quickly don't forget to follow or subscribe whatever platform you're on so that way you can stay up to date every time we post a new episode wednesday mornings you can also you know go and leave us a five-star review write a little comment i don't know that anyone's ever actually written a review besides me i took my phone like my mom's phone my dad's phone like our ipad I, i did it on everyone hey it helps the algorithm um but you don't don't forget to leave a review. That's a great way to help us out. And you know what? The best way to support us is to take the time to screenshot this podcast, you listening to it, and, and pop that bad boy up on your story. And you know you can tag me at at Lord Colin Katie or the, the at ColinCast. Uh, and you know what? I'll, I'll pop that bad boy up on my story. I like uh, I like supporting people who support me. Nice. That's my philosophy. Well, okie dokie, Bryce. This has been a time. Ton- you know what, Bryce? I'm glad you're alive. <sighs> yeah. Me too. Exactly. You know,
1: I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. You know, it, who would have ever thought it? Who would have thought? I mean, <laughs> it just a perfect storm. You exactly. Know? It just Look happened. at us now. Look at us now.
0: Well, okie dokie. Thank you all again for listening so very much. Uh, and don't forget to catch us next Wednesday when a new episode goes live. So perfect. Well, thank you all again and peace out, Girl Scouts. See ya.